Welcome to the English Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Oliver. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at English Chat Podcast. And you can check out a full summary of each podcast at markjoliver.co.uk forward slash English hyphen chat hyphen podcast. I'll also add some links to interesting websites on that blog page. On today's podcast, I'm going to read you a poem that I wrote about my cat Tika, who I first told you about in podcast two. After that, I'll tell you a little bit about the importance of sentence and syllable stress in English pronunciation. So let's begin. This poem I wrote today, uh, and it's about how my wife and I met my cat Tika. So here we go. It's my first poem, so I'm a little bit excited about reading it. We found her sitting beneath a tree, a kitten meowing miserably. With heavy hearts, we walked on by and crossed the street to dine nearby. We sat and ate our spicy meals while outside kittens squeaked at heels. We wolfed our chicken tikka down, the greatest curry dish in town. We paid our bill and left the place, still smiling from that lovely taste. And when we saw the tiny cat, we had to stop and have a chat. Why don't we take it, said my wife. I wasn't one for marriage strife. Okay, let's do it, I agreed. And so we did our noble deed. We took the little kitten home and through our house it had a roam. We gave it chicken, fresh and white. It ate it up with clear delight. And then we checked if it was male by lifting up its bushy tail. Though we're not vets, it's true to say, we knew its gender right away. The cat was female, yes indeed. And now that she had had a feed, t'was time to pick a name for her. A dozen names we did consider. Until at last we made a deal to call her Tika like our meal. Some years have passed since curry night, and Tika's gone and taken flight. Sri, Lank- Sri Lanka's where she lived before, but now she stays in Singapore. There we go. Now for a copy of that poem, just go to markjoliver.co.uk and I will put it uh, in the blog for today's podcast. Now, poems are a useful way to practice pronunciation. Now, let's move on to talk about sentence stress and syllable stress. Now, when we speak English, we do not give every word equal stress. If we did, we would sound like a robot. For example, listen to this line from the poem where every word has equal stress. But now she stays in Singapore. You see... Sounds like a robot talking. English is not like that. It goes up and down, up and down. We have strong stress, weak stress, strong stress, weak stress, up and down like a wave, a rolling wave. Now, how do you know which words to stress and which words not to? Well, it's not that complicated really. All of the verbs, adjectives, and nouns should be stressed. All of the grammar words, such as prepositions, pronouns, auxiliary verbs, should not. And not only that, these grammar words should be made weak. For example, we don't say I've got a car, we say I've got a car. So there, a is an article, it's not important, so we use the weak form, a. Similarly, we don't say I went to the cinema, we say I went to the cinema. 
I went to the cinema. So we don't say to, we say ta. We don't say the, we say the. So we're using the weak forms there. Also, in English, it's important to stress the correct syllable in a word. For example, we say banana, not banana. We say mechanic, not mechanic. And each word has a, di a different syllable stress. You can find out what the syllable stress is in a word by just looking it up in a dictionary. Uh, it, it, next to the word, there will be the phonetic script and there will be a little mark indicating which syllable is stressed. Now, the best way to, you know, learn the correct syllable stress is just to listen to words and repeat. Now, that's why poems are so useful, because English poems are written around syllable stress. For example, in my poem, the second, fourth, sixth and eighth syllable in every line is stressed. Have a listen. Sri Lanka is where she lived before, but now she stays in Singapore. Okay, so that's why it's very useful to listen to poetry, just to practice your pronunciation. Also, it's quite fun. That brings us to the end of the podcast. Usually I would have a little section called question time where I answer listeners' questions, but this week I didn't get any questions. But if you do have a question you'd like me to answer, please send it to me at English Chat Podcast on Instagram, or you can email me directly at snowowlenglish at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.